Hey, Hill. Hey, Jenny. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day, drinking some whiskey. Yep. It's just a normal day here in Garden Tartland. Except we do have a special guest today. We do. We do. Because it is all pop all year. We are so excited to have someone who had an extra special Pop Mart experience. Mm. So, Ryan, do you want to say hello? Hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Hello. Hey. So this is Orion Salazar. He is one of the original members of Third Eye Blind, where you were in the band 93 through like mid-2000s. Is that right? Yeah, like 2006. Yeah. Awesome. Grammy-nominated bass player, yeah. writer, producer. Um, what are some other bands that you've been in since then? Um, I, I've, I've been doing, I've made a record last year. We went uh, with a band called Flipside. And we went to um, the, the singers from Alabama. He's actually, um, uh, so, so he knows the people at Muscle Shoals Fame Studios. You guys must be hip to the Fame Studios since you're, you know, yeah. about rock and roll. And so, yeah, um, so he's really tight with Rick Hall, who's who, and we went and uh, tracked a record there. We did like 14 songs in seven days, super old school. Yeah. All the gear is there, like the, the, the Fender Rhodes that um, they used on the first Aretha Franklin um, uh i think it's you make me feel like a natural woman just all kinds of historical gear and yeah i'm a gear nerd so that was amazing so yeah a band called Flipside. cool um yeah that's actually the sort of coolest thing i've done and um i play with a friend of mine's band called victory kid we just went to europe uh, say, you just had last. a big tour with like you just had a big overseas thing with them right just a couple of weeks in yeah. uh, switzerland and and like germany and it was amazing and at the end of it, I got to go hike on the Swiss Alps and like, yeah, it was really nice. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. Well, we are so excited to have you here because Third Eye Blind opened for you two on the Pop Mart tour um, mm -hmm. in like October, November, 1997. We were there for one of them. Two, I was there nice. two. You were two, I was at yeah. one. And it was such a huge thrill I remember like semi-charm life was just blowing up and see you all on that huge stage and not really know who you were yet was such a stinking blast, such a blast. We were, we were right at the rail of the B stage. At least I was, okay. um, in, um, Texas. I was in nice. uh, New Orleans at the same spot. Same yeah. Spot. And it was cool. cool the B stage where they yeah. come out and do the, yeah, where they come out. yeah. And nice. your singer, Steven, was the only, only opening act we ever, ever, ever saw leave the main stage. Still to this day. Ever. No one's ever left the main stage before. Really? I mean, the thing is, like, um, I mean, we can get into it later, but, like, yeah. we all, maybe on those shows, like, I was still too timid to do it. But it's, at a certain point, we all went out and did the stuff, super ramp, the star ramp. <sighs> And you're right. The thing about you too was like they seemed to let us. Um, they seemed to be super generous with letting us do. I mean, I don't know if you're not supposed to, but I, as I recall, it was like, yeah, go for it. I'm, That's huh. how cool they were. They're just, yeah. you know. We've seen a many, many YouTube show, and to this day, I've never seen anyone step off the main stage. Yeah. So is it like a, a respect thing? Maybe you think we were just so green and like, <laughs> hey, da, 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 all right. No, I just, or, it just, it was that, it's that rare. It was, I mean, it stood out. It was, it was, it was awesome. Happened. I mean, it was amazing. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. 
yeah it was really great to and and very very you know memorable yeah because we weren't like we weren't like who the hell do they think they are or anything we were just like oh my god that's cool like because we were still kind of clean in the u2 concert world too kind of really okay where are you where are you i'm sorry where are where is the band from where are you from where are you right now so right now i'm in la you're in la okay yeah and but the band is from um is bay area band like full-on stevens from palo alto and uh kevin's from berkeley i'm from oakland brad the drummer who still plays with steven is from uh, marin county so it's it's definitely a bay area band yeah cool um well before we get into the nitty-gritty and stuff what are you drinking this evening Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, ladies first, please. No, you go. No, first. no, you go yes. first. You're our guest. That's of honor. I thought you were asking me. Yeah, okay. Um, I was, and then I, I stalled in it. I messed it up. <laughs> All good. No problem. I'm, I'm having a, a Dewar's uh, 12 year Scotch. It's just a whiskey I found in, um, with ginger in it, Ooh. a little bit of ginger, like a splash of ginger. Lovely. So, Scotch and ginger. What about you, Hill? Um, I am finishing my Stella cider to just have a little bit right. left, but then I'm switching to screwball because I have, I found a little bottle. I also have screwball peanut butter whiskey and my, this is probably whiskey. <laughs> We're obsessed with screwball whiskey. I don't nice. know if you've had it. It's from Southern is, California. Is screwball the one that's cinnamon taste? Uh, it's no. peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Wow. Okay. I'm down. I'll try it. I haven't. I am. I'm not hip to it. Nobody yeah. hit me to that, dude. So <laughs> don't be fooled by other peanut butter flavored whiskeys. No, don't, okay. please do not. Because they, they are not the same. Mm-mm. They're not the we same. We take no sponsorship from Screwball, but but we would. <laughs> it holds a they special just don't place. <laughs> they just don't respond. <laughs> when. We- <laughs> So not like we don't mention them in like almost every up, but they don't respond. So, okay, give it time. <laughs> oh, we'll give it time. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. So set the stage. Third Eye yeah. Blind, nineteen ninety seven. What was going on? <laughs> okay, no, no, but really, like, okay, so yeah, because I, I wrote it down. Um, uh, so we put our record out in the spring of ninety seven. You know, and and Third Eye Blind had been like. Um, We've been a band since 93. So it's like I played with Steven around four years. We had a few almost instances of almost getting signed, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, we put up the, we did get signed. We put up that record. And, and then if you can imagine like uh, three to four months after the record coming out and we were touring during this whole time and we were playing clubs, uh, we played a few shows in Ohio. I remember there was like 10 people in the audience and uh, that, but who cares? It was awesome. I mean, it was like really exciting. And and then we got to things started to. They felt like I think I was hearing, yeah, the song is doing all right at radio. Semi Term Life. They put the single out, and we were in, and it must have been like in August or September. We were in Amsterdam at a club called the Paradiso, which is famous, super famous rock club. And I had never played there before, but it was like wow, because and you know Amsterdam, they've got like. Um, weed cafes and it's just a sort of hedonistic vibe and a bohemian vibe happening it's a cool city yeah um and so yeah i remember being downstairs backstage before the show and for some our manager had traveled to to a certain leg of our european tour with us 
So he was out there with us. He, our manager was a pretty cool guy. And I just remember about to go on and uh, he comes in the room with his eyes are all big. And he goes, you guys, his name's Eric. I just had the craziest phone call. They want you to do one month alternating shows with uh, uh, the Rolling Stones and you two. So something like eight, eight shows with you two, six shows with the Stones and going back and forth between the two bands in one month. Oh which God. is which is like uh, next month basically <laughs> tomorrow which, yeah <laughs> it's the craziest thing to hear you're like what like it's just so 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 you know um but it was really exciting and and um yeah that's that's the first time we heard about it the one thing i should say about you two and third eye blind it's kind of important is um personally like I wasn't a huge U2 fan. I, I, I remember hearing I Will Follow on the radio in like, the, the, in like maybe 1980 in the Bay Area yeah. and, and, and loved it. But like, um, I don't remember buying the records. I remember, I do remember seeing uh, the Sunday Bloody Sunday live at Red Rocks video. Um, I don't think it was on MTV, but it's some kind of video, music video show and just being totally blown away. You just, it's just so undeniable what's happening in that, footage yeah. that concert how good they sound how cool they look it's just like the power that coming off the energy the energy coming off the audience is like portent of like that's what u2 is that's what they bring to the to the stage that that no other band really you know most bands no no other bands have is this church thing happening um Oh my God, you're speaking that, our language. <laughs> yeah, in that video, Speak even though around. I was, yeah, even though, in the, like, I, I think I must have been 13 and I just thought, I just was like, holy shit, it's just so powerful, you know, it's, just, it's such a beautiful song. There's some kind of message happening. The band is rocking. And so I remember like that, that made a big impression. I wasn't playing music yet. So music wasn't the center of my universe, but I was a big fan. But, but, so so I was I wasn't totally even when by the time we got to tour with U2 like I loved all the sort of U2 songs I knew and the hits maybe and I thought they were a great band but I didn't own any records Kevin Cadigan the guitar player from Third Eye Blind who like co-wrote a bunch of the songs yeah is massive U2 fan I think he was always like in all of our bios from the beginning was like the edge is my number one influence and and he's Irish he's Irish he's got a dual he's dual citizenship he's from okay. um I can't remember where it is, but he's like, a, that's like a town called Kinsale Harbor. So he meant a lot to him and, um, and, and he loved U2. And so for, for, for him, the fact that we were getting to play with U2 was like total beyond anything you could have hoped for dream come true. So that, that was, that was like, I just thought I should mention it for Kevin. Oh, yeah, was, for sure. It was heavy. It was heavy. So, I knew that yeah. you all didn't play. Um, a lot of your opening gigs back to back, but I didn't know why. So that makes sense now that because yeah. you were at the Stones when you weren't with you two, you're with the Stones. Right. Yeah. Dude, we were, we were you going were... back. I mean, it was, it was insane. And, it, and the funny thing is like you two's audience, like you guys were a little more, I remember because what, being on that stage, you're just looking into like, it looks like you're looking into space. <laughs> I can't you ever imagine. seen, you ever seen Ga Galaxy Quest? Yes. <laughs> Remember when I they literally first... just saw it recently, a few months ago. 
Remember yeah. when they first they get they he, he gets them all in the thing and he's and and the, the something lifts up and they see that they're standing and they're gazing into space and there's a few lights. Anyway, yeah, that's what it felt like to be on stage at a U2 or in any of those arenas, those stadiums. And so U2 fans, I felt the energy was like, all right, we'll, we'll give you a chance. You know, and it was a little bit of love. Some people, obviously, there were like maybe 20 people who knew knew what was happening, knew our music. Yeah. And then the, the rest of them that was just like you know kindness the stones audience was not that was a completely different vibe the stones was like can i hear jumping jack flash already i don't need this in my life like <laughs> boo you know like it, it was like heavy. it's bedtime <laughs> you know what i mean a little bit a little yeah. bit interesting but um yeah but it was i mean still super exciting to to do it so yeah i'm sorry what did you ask me why did i go on that tangent um um, we were just, <laughs> we were asking like, what was 1990? Like, where were you? Oh, in yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, 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 okay. So we get the news. I'm looking at my notes. We get the news. I, okay. And then the, they set up the tour. They got the dates confirmed. And um, I think one of the first things we heard was like, okay, uh, they're going to let you use the Jumbotron screen to put your logo up there and get this. You're the only band they've they've let do it except for Oasis. So Ooh. Rage and all these other bands, no Jumbotron for I don't Rage. I remember your logo being, and I, but I remember like no one. I remember. I remember your. I'm not. I remember your logo being up there, but I don't for some. And I remember Oasis, but for some reason I don't remember that. I don't, remember, I don't think I they made a big deal else up on the screen. But I don't, th I don't feel wasn't. like I got the, like the magnitude of that at the time. That's huge. It was a big deal. Was well, the, the reason, yeah, it was huge. It was like, it was like a, a, somebody must've, I mean, obviously that, that kind of decision comes from the top. I'm a, I imagine. And yeah, so they were kind enough to go, all right, well, these guys, yeah. And then the rest, you know, um, and that was like, really like, whoa, that was a big deal. I mean, we could tell that was just super sweet. Yeah. And that was the first the first um the first in instance of like seeing how fucking cool, pardon my language, this band is. Oh, go for it. It's all the language. I mean, they yeah. really, really this is what I found like during this tour. I just saw these guys are awesome. So yeah, so that was exciting. Okay, wow, we we get to use a jumbotron, no one does. We're gonna we're gonna put our logo up there while we play. That helps us while we're playing and yeah, cool, great. So then what else happened? Okay, then I'll skip to the our first show. Want to hear about our first show? Yes, please. So okay. So the first show, I can't remember where it was. I I, I found Toronto. the, the wick Toronto. It was in Canada. It was at yeah. that's right. It was at the Sky Dome. And well, let me um, just add, this was a sold-out show that was fifty thousand people. You know what's weird? It says ninety-nine thousand, but that can't be real, right? I don't think so. The the All right. capacity I believe I you. The capacity was was forty nine something, and before it was okay. maybe for the U two show, but maybe it's oh no, it was two nights, so that math might be right. Oh, okay. Oh my god, did we play two nights? You yeah. did. You played oh, wow. October twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Ooh, <laughs> see, I don't remember any of this stuff, man. That's so cool. All right, no, well, we did. Do it. We did. Research. So the combined, so that those numbers yeah. were probably right with the combined. But but yeah. that's a that's a huge audience, I imagine. For I mean, even if only yeah. half those quarters were in their seats, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, plenty of people were just like, 
all right, yeah, well, you know, Sunday, buddy, Sunday, what's happening? I don't need right. this, right? But but um, but we still we felt something. There was something cool there. I felt I could just feel it. I could feel like there's a little bit more open-minded, younger, younger, younger crowd, whatever. We um, were much, we were much younger, right? So, we yeah. are now. So, <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, we're definitely going to be younger crowd in the stones back then, at least. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Younger and like less sort of like cynical men, but you know, whatever. But stones were great. Don't get me wrong. So yeah, I remember the first night. So we're so excited. You can imagine like we sort of just came. We've been playing for a few. And plus I'd been in a band when I was in my early 20s. We got signed to Island. And so like I was a vet of this, this band, but really super green. and um. And we're backstage before the show, all nervous and all tripped out, but excited. And then there's a knock on the door. You know about this? This is no. I just I've been waiting for something like this. Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock on the door. Open the door. It's Bono car carrying a, a bottle of of uh, like Bouffleco or Dom or whatever, and a twelve pack of Guinness. Going in, you know, in the other hand. Hey, hey, can I come in and say hello? We're like, oh, sputter, <laughs> no. sputter, like. You know what I mean? And so he he walks in and, and he goes, hey, yeah, I brought you guys uh, black velvet. We drink black velvet. It's champagne and Guinness. It's what we drink. It's delicious. You should try it. I'll leave it here. And later we tried black velvet. It, it's little, it's not, yeah, champagne and Guinness. Mm. No, never had but, it. Yeah. But really? just, yeah. it's it's got a great name and a great premise, yeah. but it's not good. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little thing. However, I mean, you know, if Bonner wanted to have a, a share of something like that, it's it's going to happen. We're, we're going to enjoy that. All we're going to enjoy it. That, that Bono wants me to. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. pretty much. I mean, so 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 he comes into our, our dressing room and, um, hey, man, how you guys just wanted, he just wanted to welcome you guys to the tour. Please let us know if there's anything you need. I want you guys to feel comfortable, like you're at home. This is your place. Um, and then he just sat down and, I, and I'm trying to remember if he sat on a chair and we all sat on the floor around him, like, like, <laughs> like we were like the wise master was, was, was dispensing advice, something like that. Either he sat, either he was so hip that he's like, I'm going to sit on the floor and, and put them at ease. There was something where it was some we're version on the of same level. Yeah. 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 He, him sitting on the thing and we're just sitting around, you know, Uncle Bono, like, tell us your ways, you know, teach us your ways. And, and he just starts, starts in with this, like, um, you know, so it's just great to have you out here. And I just wanted to just talk to you guys. And he asked us, I think he started out by asking questions, you know, where are you from? How long this and that? Just pretty quick. Um, and then he starts in with advice, like sage advice. And the cool thing was, first he goes, you know, John Lennon said that first he quotes John Lennon with when I can't remember what he said, but that was his first thing was quoting John Lennon. I'm like, oh, like, okay, I love this guy I'm already. I'm digging it. <laughs> and then and then he goes, the last thing that we all kept talking about afterwards was he goes, and my last my advice really he, he was asking how much money, yada yada, what do you feel like you want to do? And this is only a this is 20 minute, half an hour conversation, P pretty long time for a guy yeah. to give his time. Um, and he goes, I would say to you guys, wait to buy the Chinese rugs, wait till the live album before you buy the Chinese rugs. Oh, I said, okay. That's okay. But the thing I've was, never heard that. 
But after he left, I realized he's quoting Iggy Pop. Even in his advice, he's quoting this song, uh, Here Comes Success from Iggy Pop, where he says, you know, here comes success. Here comes my car. Here comes my Chinese rug. Like, I guarantee Bono was quoting Iggy Pop. And that's when I thought Bono is just like one of us. He is a rock and roll fan to the bone. He's read all the books or seen all the bootlegs and the thing. He loves music like we do on that same level, you know? And, and it's like, I felt so impressed by that. I just felt like he's just one of us. He's who happens to be, you know, um, making this great art. Right. And, um, but he's like, he's a rock and roll fan. And this is what it's about. That's what it is about for like most of, you know, people who get into this and people who like do your work and often journalists and the whole thing. Right. I mean, that's right. why yeah. we do it. Yeah. Well, so Every that's poet what is a thief, like, as they say. Well, What's that? Every poet is a thief, as they say. As, yes. As a wise exactly. old man once said. It's, it's Bono. Right. He, Bono said that. Well, well there Jenny, you go. Jenny's sister <laughs> yeah. says even fans need fans. So I don't know that that just really, that yes. all just came together. Well, so I, I just, I can't imagine 50,000 people. Like, what, what do you think was the largest audience you the, to prior to just 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 remember on that last the last thing i say about this is like how cool does the does it it just speaks a lot to this person and these yeah. people that he's like this is their first this is this little peon yeah. band this young band i'm gonna go in i'm gonna welcome them i'm gonna talk to them and i'm gonna put them at ease and say this is this is what's ours is yours enjoy and that's, that's what they so did and then the second night the same thing we're in there and we open the door and it's adam adam clayton with with a bottle of champagne and a 12 pack of guinness now adam did not stay as long or have as much to say as as bono but so sweet and that that's my story about that because that was like that made a big impression on us you know like this is how you treat people right i mean right, right. and that's big, like they didn't have to do any of that to give no, you any stress no. on the stage like it, the more and more that, I mean, we have our own, you know, heartfelt real interactions with the band, but <laughs> I'm sorry, this is what I was going to say. Hillary and I are sharing a note <laughs> mm -hmm. and I see your note. Oh, you see my note. <laughs> I'm like, uh -oh. that's not my handwriting. Okay. This is what I was going to say. Just light. We, we light. call him our uncle. <laughs> oh, Uncle Bono? So when you said yeah. Uncle Bono. We don't people ask us all the time how we've met and we tell them we have the same uncle and they're just like, uh, okay. And then they walk away. But we, the reason we met was back in the very early nineties, we met on a, like a chat room kind of thing, bulletin board, internet kind of about you too. Yeah. And we've been friends for almost 30 years mean on a, on a youtube bulletin board type thing yeah on we, a youtube uh, yeah board. we literally yeah. met on the internet in the early 90s but like like we've we more, we're more free to to talk about that now but there was a time where we just would not admit that to anybody how did you meet like i was a bridesmaid in jenny's wedding and i'm not gonna just sit there and say oh because i know jenny i live in virginia she lives in ohio i'm 
know, Jenny. We love you too. Yeah, that wasn't something that we said back then, except that we did have to start saying that at Jenny's wedding because we figured people there would know her uncle. Because my cousin asked, how did you meet? And his dad is my only uncle. <laughs> so he, he we couldn't say we have a mutual uncle anymore but but oh. generally that's what we always would say we go we go to a U2 show or something and people would say you know oh how do you know each other and we're like oh yeah we have a mutual uncle nice isn't it I mean that's the best that's like you know the best bands can do that like bring people obviously bring people together yeah. make lifelong friendships and more something bigger than just just by their art I mean it's heavy and you two I gotta say is just on the on the level of the bands that do that they do they really do it on a very high and deep level like oh that's so good to know and and the other thing the last thing I would say was yeah no that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) I I remember I was saying before like yeah I like you too and I knew their tunes I knew their hits yeah but like I didn't actually get it until we had been playing with them for for a few shows I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand why. I'm like, hey, you two's great. Like, you know, but I didn't get it. But I watched them every night. And then finally, it just went, it was like a lightning bolt. I'm like, oh, you know, it just, it's something uh, uh, different that they bring. And anyway, it took me a minute to get it. I'm not sure what my point is, but um, I find at least I eventually figured it out. You know, what happens at their concerts is something is, 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 you know it's um, different yeah yeah anyway it is our our church as you say yeah right my favorite place in the world to be yeah Mm -hmm. okay so there was an article and i tried to find more details of but i just most of it is just from my memory but there was an article um in spin magazine back in like i don't know the early 90s that kim deal from the Pixies and the Breeders said it, it was not a good experience opening for you two. It was not a friendly mm. experience. And shortly after the Pixies opened for that for you two, they broke up. But I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Um, but she said they weren't like given sound checks or anything like that. Um, is that a thing? Whoa. I mean, do, is you know that- what? That's that's so so far removed from from. Here, that reminds me of like some, uh, just a couple stories I should tell you, like, and hey, maybe, you know, the early 90s, I mean, maybe there was like a rough period for them. Maybe the, I, I know I'm not going to say anything because I certainly like, how do I put it? But, you know, Kim Deal has gone through some stuff of her own and, yeah, and, God sure. know, and I don't know. Anyway, none of that really matters. Um, my experience was not only did they come in and did the, hey, hey, hey. But um, I remember having um, dinner or lunch in the like after sound check in the commissary. Remember that, and it, it was so exciting to see this. Their their the machinery of the U two show is like, you know, uh, two hundred man crew, twenty five trucks. These numbers like were so crazy to us. Like what? There's twenty five because we we knew about the one truck maybe, but twenty five trucks. Not even one truck for us, but like. Um, 25 trucks, 200 man road crew getting there and seeing the thing being assembled and knowing, oh yeah, and there's another one being assembled right now at, at the next gig. They did some kind of thing like that where they staggered the work yeah. of, of setting up. But I there was one day, there were a few days and there was one day in, in particular 
where I remember with uh, somebody else in my band having lunch with the uh, sitting down at a table full of crew guys that had finished and were eating maybe dinner, early dinner. And they say, hey, welcome, welcome to the tour. These, these a couple of crew guys started talking to this one in particular. And uh, I said, yeah. He said, how you like it? Is everything okay so far? Yeah, it's amazing, man. This is great, blah, blah, blah. The food, by the way, the catering that the, that the, the crew was eating, awesome. I mean, everything was really good. And then the guy looks at me and he goes, you know what? He said, every, and I swear to God, it wasn't being, it didn't seem like he was being melodramatic. He said, every one of us would die for these guys. They know all our names. He's talking about the four members of you yeah. too. Yeah. He said, they know all our names. They frequently come down and say, hey, Paul, hey, this, hey, that. He said, uh, he said, they treat us like a family. That's why we love what we do. We love this job. And that's why, you know, everything comes off as it does. And there's some mistakes that happen, of course, but there's some other thing that happens. It, it has to come from the top down like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he just made a big point to tell me this. I was eating my, you know, um, chicken Parmesan or whatever. And he's going, listen to me. I mean, it was like, <laughs> we would each one of us would die for, I mean, it was, it was like a little, a little, it was a little melodramatic, but it was, dramatic. I felt his, I felt his truth. He was just telling me, these are awesome dudes. We like what we do, but you know, what did he say? I'm trying to think. Yeah. I think I told you everything. Well, it is. So I, yeah, that was a heavy moment for me. I was like, wow, man, he's really, you know, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. But. Oh no, I was interrupting you. Um, I mean, it is like so many of their people have been with them since, like their main people have been with them since they were teenagers. Mm -hmm. But like, that's the culture that they've built around them. And it's lovely to hear that about, you know, all the crew members. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Kim deal. I mean, maybe that you never know. I think there's all kinds of, obviously, as you know, yeah. like bad, there's bad days. There are bad weeks. There's drama happening with this, the lemons broken or whatever. And that, yeah. that's not good. I mean, that, that's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, yeah. or even worse, there's, there's worse stuff that happens. Somebody gets really seriously injured, whatever. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't know. I, I imagine that you two hone their thing as they, you would have to being right. the only band mounting these kind of uh, shows. I wonder what tour that was that they. It was Zoo the, TV. Can you imagine? It wasn't Zoo TV, like the most, the, the most um, yeah. High craziest tour mounted yeah. until that point i mean it but, was like yeah, and it was not just it wasn't just the big state it was the the beginning of zoo tv i saw them the pixies open for you too and i i will i wasn't i don't remember like, i mean i i don't even remember the u2 it was my first u2 show so i don't even remember u2 that much but it was it i imagine it was probably it was early on in the tour they were small venues i mm. imagine it was you know tough yeah. but yeah but they, I think her word was it was a, a very thankless job or something like that. Which mm -hmm. I don't know. It really, Dude. it stuck with me for it has that has stuck with me forever. I can't get that out of my head. And, well, I think I feel yeah. But I mean, again, I'm sure they were extenuating circumstances because no one else has ever said anything like that before. Yeah, or maybe like you know when you're young, like um or younger, whatever, I'll speak for myself. When I was young, I, I sort of had to grow up a little bit and maybe a little focused on me. And uh, yeah. I don't know, I have no idea. But anyway, 
that yeah. wasn't my experience. I would imagine that you two honed their thing as they went along and they kept yeah. mounting these things. And they finally, I bet you at some point they they found their feet yeah. and, and were able to have an, an absolutely like pretty um, functional thing happening. Yeah. I remember the other thing was, um, you must know this, that like all of our roadie, all their roadies are, are, can play the whole set just in case anybody gets sick, yeah. anybody. That includes Bono or whatever, yeah. which I doubt ever happened, but they're like, yeah, no last, last in for Bono. <laughs> that, yeah, what? that's not true though. They had, um, well, it was a, it was a re- benefit for Red and Bono was in a bicycle accident and they had oh, Chris Martin and Chris Martin. But not a for him. U2 but show. Not a U2 show, but still those weren't, t- those weren't shabby. They weren't too shabby. And too shabby. Yeah, that's. But yeah, I mean, Chris thinking, Martin fill in. Yeah, and yeah, I think that I think that Chris Martin had a shirt that said like "fill in singer" or some substitute singer or something like that. But anyway, but they do like. I mean, there isn't an infant show where Adams. Um, That's the one they told me about. Had yeah. to had to fill in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in listening to them sound check, you wouldn't know the difference. It's you crazy. would know. I know. Yeah, it's just yeah. They're but they're um, crazy. yeah. Let's see what so else. You brought up the lemon. I have more stories, but go ahead, please, please. But you, you brought up the lemon, and I believe you have a lemon story. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so one, so one of the shows, like I was carrying around tour, uh, I carried this thing that was like this big, like a video camera from my dad. So even at the time, it wasn't it wasn't like high tech. It was like <laughs> my dad had this, this you know, like the cartridges were that big. And, um, but I took it on tour and I had it during that, you two jaunt and so i have i i wish i could have found it before this thing because it's super funny but it's kevin and i and we we totally like bad boys went after sound check and like waited let's go so we we organized the the mission to get into the lemon and so i've got footage of us going we're inside the lemon oh my god we're, we're like shh don't say anything don't touch anything we're inside and so anyway i've got some footage of that but yeah there was there was that and um what else uh there was a show where it was raining it was an i think that this part of the stage was was uh outdoors was was open to the, the to the open air and they had lined the stage with like tarps that were a little slippery mm-hmm. and so um by that point i think two or three shows in was maybe when i i, I was like I'm going out on that ramp. I'm going down the thing to all the way to the end. I'm going to yeah. rock out at the end. All right. You know? And um, so that, by that point, I was also like catching air and jumping and all this shit. Of course I had to jump during the rain on a tarp, took a little jump, fell and just went and just landed on my, my rump super, you know, just pounded. <laughs> um, and I uh, had to but somehow like I was so spry and youthful that I just, popped back up and was able to get back on two feet so whatever but later that night we were talking to bono that was the other thing was we had like we got to talk to them and hang out with them several more times in fact we rode on their plane one night from one town to the next that was i'll tell you that in a minute yeah yeah but but but, um and bono goes so i heard somebody fell on the stage tonight (laughs) who was it and 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 i was like i was me it was me he goes you're in good company because Edge did too. <laughs> so the Edge apparently felt also. So I felt like, yeah, Edge felt too. Yeah. All right. Won't be you long. Know? Well, Bono's had his spills, so. Right? Every, I mean, come on. 
you're out there. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he called you out on it. <laughs> he could so totally like, call me out. That makes me wonder, like, was it word of mouth? Do they watch the opening act? Like, I don't that know. That makes me wonder, too. I was yeah. just thinking about that. I'm like, who reported back to Bono? One of the guys sounded, Bono. You know, like, what happened? <laughs> probably not. Break break it probably wasn't so, yeah, it wasn't probably that conspiratorial, but exactly. Somebody it's reported to Bono. So. Yeah. I know yeah. in um for one of the Oasis shows, Adam came out from under the B stage to watch. To watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they could be like sneaky sneaky. Yeah. Well Adam oh, wasn't because yeah. he had that blue hat on and it was, like he stuck out like a sore thumb. Like it was very clear that he was there. But um, but I mean, if they dress properly, yeah. They, they could be, be anywhere. Good. You yeah, never know. Could, yeah. In fact, could. In fact, there's a footage, for some reason, I can't remember how I even figured it out. I live in a, the South Bay of Los Angeles. There's a town called Carson, which is a really small kind of a little uh, industrially town. It's one of the only Ikeas in Los Angeles, is in Carson. And like, there's a picture of Edge shopping at the, at the Carson Ikea, which is so bizarre. It's like, it's like the Edge going to the most remote mall in wherever the fuck you know you know what i mean like yeah, yeah they're on instagram but, they're pictures of him like in a think, truck with like, ikea stuff or like something. a really crappy pickup truck i think he got ikea furniture for his daughter for college or something but that story totally so cool out. yeah that's a, a, <laughs> as soon as you said ikea i knew who you were talking about yeah okay okay cool it's famous well it is famous but that's hilarious yeah, you, yeah. I mean, rock stars need furniture too. Like, yes, like, they do. And IKEA yes, they do. I put together IKEA dresser yesterday. It's great stuff. Did you? I yep, did. It's good stuff. Yeah, I did. Okay, so go tell us about the travel. That is one of on our list of yeah questions. Okay, let me see. Let me make. Let me make sure. Um, the travel was okay. So this is unfortunately this is a little heavy. And I can't remember. I feel like we did two rides, but but maybe not. Um, we definitely did one because it was like one Texas city to the next. And so it was so close. They're like, hey, um, do the guys want to ride with, do the guys want to fly with us? It's really, it's an hour or 45 minute flight right. on the Pop Mart jet. So cool. We're like, hell yeah, we want to fly on the Pop Mart jet. So we're all excited because we knew before the, even the show was over. And then we were, I think we we're like getting on the jet or about to get on it or after we got on it, we sat down and it's like, there's like, I mean, it really is full mode. There's, hello, what, you know, there's a stewardess there who was going to get serve you whatever, like, you know, caviar and all kinds of awesome food. And, and it's a little foo-foo, but, but in a cool way. Yeah. And we were at the sort of front and there, there are obviously like their product tour managers and people like that, that are sitting up. Uh, still still looking at their laptops or whatever would there be laptops back then I don't know they felt like there were still people doing business yeah, yeah. Um, uh, even probably. after the show yeah um, yeah yeah there are laptops yeah yeah and and so um, and then we're waiting and then they told us yeah 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 there's there's bedrooms back there there's four bedrooms each bedroom has a shower in the plane they're massive there's like king size bed I'm like, really? I'm looking back, trying to picture. I'm like, how do they get in? I, I, I couldn't picture the space because it was pretty luxurious. The front part of the plane was like 
uh, spacious. Anyway, um, and then suddenly like we're waiting, waiting and somebody comes up and goes, I can't remember who it was, maybe one of the, yeah, I think it was, must've been a, 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 a tour manager person. You guys, really sorry. Uh, tonight, we just found out, the band found out that Michael Hutchins uh, killed himself. That was the night Michael Hutchins died from in excess. Yep. And those guys were tight, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like think they were Michael pretty tight. Bono were, yeah. 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 And it's, they came up at the same time. And you probably, guys probably know, um, it makes perfect sense. So I felt like, oh man, you know, at first, uh, you know, a little bit, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. But I was, you know, for us selfishly, but I also felt like, yeah, that's, wow, that's terrible. Yeah. And you know what, though? Still, still this is getting to this point who comes up to the you know the the planes like half an hour from landing and who comes coming out of the back and is bono and edge sat down with us in our seats and like there's edge sitting on the side of the, i mean both of them just very casual because they've been riding in this plane for months yeah and um and um just started talking to us we're really sorry our friend died we just found out about it like after we got off stage and normally we would be up here hanging out and maybe drinking but it's like it just we're just trying to process it so thanks for understanding of course he still sat and talked to us and yeah and i remember i was listening to i was hearing edge talking to kevin yeah and because at the, be the beginning of uh the song how's it gonna be which is a third eye blind single there's a auto harp that kevin plays and in Ireland, they call it a zither. Yeah. And so I remember I was, I just happened to be, I was like, Ooh, Edge is, Kevin's having his moment with Edge. I was so excited <laughs> for him. And I, and he goes, so I hear you're playing a zither at the top of that uh, song. I really like it. Like it was really, and I knew Kevin was just in his head was just doing somersaults, you know, like yeah. I mean, just the joy of that moment. Um, so yeah, they just he talked to us and I just I remember Bono sitting on the edge of, of a of a seat as the plane hit the tarmac and there's like you know turbulence like boom 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 just chilling, not like yeah, it's, I'm not I don't have any seatbelt, but uh, just finishing his thought. They were super nice to us. So that's just another example of that like, that I wanted to tell you guys about. Yeah, that was the the first show after Michael Hutchins dies was that was the show that I was at when you all opened was in San Antonio. And um, yeah, that was it. So you must have flown show. with them from yeah. New Orleans to San Antonio. Sure, you're right. Well, yeah. I was I was at both of those shows and um, I mean, San, that was rough for all of us. I mean. Yeah, and and the fact that that Bono stopped to talk to us as well was, yeah, we had a, I guess a Michael Hutchins moment with him too. It was yeah, really, yeah, yeah. he stopped you two guys, us, yeah, us yeah. and our friends, we yeah, talked, us with our nice. friends, we talked to him. We would we would wait outside the hotels or whatever and find them. Um, yes, which for people who are listening, we highly discourage that these days because it's, it's different different world it's a different world totally um, i look back at that i don't always have the best feelings that we did that because i mean it was you know personal invasion they, but they, but welcomed, said, they, they welcomed it they, they welcomed us 
again, if you're listening in 2022, do not do that. It's not it's a good insane idea. Saying now, there's like hundreds of people at the hotels and stuff. It's not safe for anyone. No. Before um, it was like five it's a different months. time. Yeah. That's a while ago. That's a totally different. It was really time. pre pre internet information. Social media. I mean, we didn't we yeah. didn't get this information from internet or anything. We just kind of use logic figure out, <laughs> figure out where they would be um because yeah. in most places there are only a certain number of places they would stay and there'd be like a dozen people waiting in right sometimes not even that many yeah um but i think yeah. go ahead I'm i just, just think u2 is one of those bands that like because they're from the original like right around the original punk scene the punk sort of diy thing they're still there with that, if possible, until things get out of control, keeping it as, as and you um, know, must know way more about it than I, but uh, keeping as close as possible to their fan base when, whenever possible, right? Yeah. Like, they, it's like, this is, that's ingrained in the people that came from that time. And, and actually a lot of people, even people now, but especially for those guys, it seems like. So I'm sure they were fine. Yeah, I mean, because there were times they wouldn't stop and security be like, you know, tonight's not the night. But otherwise, security yeah. would come ahead and be like, okay, their band wants to say hi. Line up on the sidewalk. As long as everyone's cool, they'll stay. Nice. But there was, there wow. was protocol. Yeah, they it was awesome. They, I mean, they make it very clear that they would not be where they are without the collective us. Reality. Right. That's just real. Yeah. 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 So it's good. I mean, we're we're just appreciative of of that kind. I mean, as fans, to have somebody who is the band as a whole who's that kind to us. I mean, right. like like what you're saying. It, it that's I'm sure most people don't have that opportunity to. Probably not, you know, and it depends on like what the band, how the band, how the uh, band members are, like how they feel about that kind of, I was always in Third Eye Blind, I was always the nice, the, the dude, you know, the like, or tried to be, um, because why not? Because it's like, it just feels like if you can, if I'm, if I've got the energy to do it. And so I'll hang out and but I, I read about like, um, people are still doing it when, when it's safe, big bands, you know, Metallica yeah. or whatever, like. There are still people that understand that relationship. And I think that does, it just comes back to being a fan themselves. Just like they yeah. know what it feels like to, to, to love something like in that way and want to hang out and say hello and, and just touch base real quick and not be creepy about it, but, but like make contact and, you know, keep in touch, keep in grounded, like with your, yeah. with your people that, so yeah, I think they relate to it because I guarantee pretty, pretty, I mean, I'm not, not everybody's like this, but who knows, maybe Bono, if he was Bono, went to go see Iggy Pop play with the original Hunts, you know, the, the Sales Brothers, maybe that, that Lust for Life band toured Ireland, which I don't think they did, but if they had, yeah, maybe he would have been outside waiting, trying to say what's up to Bowie and Iggy and the Sales Brothers and just to, just to say, hey, yeah. great show. Thank you guys. I mean, yeah, you know. That's what we like. Well, we love it. Well, he, he got the chance to do all that as a, I'm sure he didn't have to wait out, you know. <laughs> he's not doing anymore. Not anymore. No, he's, 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 he's got having, the dirt. 
he's got yeah, the he's all good cover. he's yeah. in the mix you know what so so that's what it was man i just like just not to beat a dead horse but yeah i felt that when when the end of that tour i just thought this is the biggest band in the world playing these stadium shows with the with the goods to back it up with the music to back it up right yeah and and um they are living proof this thing about i think at that time they were still they told i, I heard yeah man they split everything four ways or five ways with Paul, Paul McGinnis. Right. Now, I don't know how true that is, or maybe that, that must have changed even back then. I know I just, I actually, after your podcast, you said they had got somebody else. I'm like, what? And I looked it up and I was like, whoa. Yeah, but uh, it, it seems amicable. It seems like it's, it is what it is. It's business. That was story five ways. That was how it was always told. Yes. And, oh. and like, that's huge. I mean, and the bands that do that, seem to be on to something the chilies have a kind of an equal thing and they're doing awfully well um yeah. green day has a kind of an equal thing happening they're doing awfully well i think it's it's like this idea of like you know if you are kind to everyone in your band and everybody's then everybody's encouraged to contribute and you're firing on all the cylinders everybody's giving their best you're gonna be more powerful you're gonna you're gonna right there's a quote Bono had we, I mean we haven't obviously read his book because it hasn't come out yet but there's a quote that I think came out this week or last week um, where Bono says that they early on their manager said it's not creativity that breaks up bands it's money yeah of course, so, of course. that's so interesting because you know with like like the Chili Peppers and Green Day like like you too they're some of the only big bands still around then it makes that's what i'm saying that's what they have in common yeah, yeah. and yeah. i didn't there, mean we there don't has know to there, be, so. there has to no, be no i agree that's fine there's another there's got to be an like thinking about it there's got to be another aspect of that too because they're also you know those three bands are also just known for being amazing a lot i mean i've seen seen them all yeah they're good they're, they're good they, bands yeah i mean but there's but, so, i think there's something about I being I don't know having a successful career and being successful like live has to have something to do with that too because of course yeah and dude that's the other thing I, I I well one thing I would say is you know there's this sort of stereotype stereotypical myth like you've got to be an asshole to make it in the business in fact John Lennon said you've got to be a bastard to make it in this bit you know that's this is a thing right in business and entertainment whatever yeah. And I think you two are the proof that you don't actually, you don't have to be an asshole. You, you, you can also get there the other way you can. And um, um, so, yeah, but it's speaking to what you're saying about them being good. That was the other thing was you two I've noticed because since then I've gone, I've been to a couple of YouTube shows. I just saw their tour. I, I didn't see the Joshua tree tour. I wish I had, I saw them play at the NLA a couple of years ago. And it was just so emotional. But what I remembered was, oh yeah, U two's the band that betters their records live. Oh, absolutely. I, I think yeah. they take their what they've done, and and somehow they and you know they better it. They just they, their music comes alive and and live and sounds better, which is super hard to do. It's super hard. You you got people trying to sing in key and yeah. play on time and. You two just the songs just come up. You you really feel like oh this is what it must have felt like in the early stages of them writing and rehearsing, and especially that the one thing I remember even Kevin and I we 
remember the song uh, it's gone i heard you guys talking about this song right yeah, yeah. And so i we heard about it too when we were touring the thing was yeah 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 they're out here but they didn't really finish their record but they had to put it out but yada 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 and we're like wow okay what does that mean that sounds terrible and then so they would play that song that was pretty early in the set and we just watch it i'd still be watching and that song would come on and just the whole thing would just fuck i mean it was intense yeah and then um there's a part in the song where it's it's the chorus and it's like um i'm not going down and then it's down right he sings the background yeah, yeah. and then we were like man that background is so sweet this is so powerful when i went back and i listened to the record that background isn't on the record because they hadn't figured out how to do it yet. And yeah. the song on pop is like, mm, not the same as, as what I was watching every night. Like, oh, for sure. not to knock it. The thing, obviously no, they oh, found there. Yeah. yeah. We like to say that the songs on the albums are like the teenage version and then they still have to grow up and they grow up on yeah. stage. A pop songs are babies. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of growing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but cool. lo lovely singing, lovely singing. The, oh, thank you. The um, <laughs> this is this is this was not a this was not on our list, but I have to mention. So Bono talks about um, so Palmer, you know, they had ups and downs with that tour. That you know, they had a few shows that were i mean they had plenty that, that were sold out but they had a few duds here and there the ones that bono talks about i think the most were the la coliseum which really was very very empty and the worst I think, really yeah very and new orleans which was one of the shows that that you guys played right i um i mean i rem i remember i remember i mean i that was the first show that i saw Third Eye Blonde. I mean, we I said two shows, but I mean, I was blown away. But that show was not on their end one of their best shows. And Bonham talked mm. about it, that it it felt like he said he could smell like people eating like popcorn from the stage. It was like there was just this disconnect, and it wasn't it wasn't county fair. Yeah, it wasn't a little bit best. county fair vibe. I think I guess so, but I mean, I remember looking around and it not. It not looking like it like the show I saw before then, I guess had been Detroit. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, my show prior to that was Detroit, which was was a big sold out show. San Antonio was was a big sold out show, um, but for some reason New Orleans wasn't. And Bono talked about it being um, just kind of a humbling experience. I remember them not not playing great that show but you guys like rock that place <laughs> i mean that was a that was my that's more my highlight of uh thank you of the night i have to give you the compliment but, but i felt like i felt like um i don't know bono has talked about it just being there and feeling like you know people didn't turn out and but he i remember did, that it was very very empty um it was this but i don't remember yeah sorry no, no, it's okay. But I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know. It to to. I just remember. I remember vividly. That was the first time that I'd seen you all play, and uh, it was pretty amazing. But but Bono, he wasn't on that night. He was a little. 
you seemed a little distracted and I've seen a couple shows like that um but I I can't I can't imagine I mean clearly you guys didn't have that I mean that vibe because the words you were just you're like we're just so glad to be here thank you thank you thank you everyone yeah. like you know yeah. no matter what if there's shit's getting thrown at us doesn't matter if i'm just <laughs> falling but i do remember now that you mentioned it actually and i was as i was looking at the wikipedia i was like oh shit looks like a few of these shows we played were sort of under attended but then i remembered yes hearing oh no they didn't sell as many tickets to this one it's like man what a heavy that that you know that goes for any band that's trying to sell out yeah. any size venue yeah you know how many tickets you've sold but when they've got that 25 trucks and 200 people on the road right it's a drag obviously to know that like so but i don't remember yeah i don't remember seeing like oh yeah they don't sound as good tonight i just it's all so exciting to me and and my journey was really show by show realizing oh that's why this is you know that's yeah. why these people care about this yeah it's yeah. it's like there's a lot going on here there's a lot going on here besides just music and like and i wasn't always a, a lyric person anyway so i'm a more I'm, i write a lot of music yeah and so but the lyrics are obviously and you two are insane i mean it's really a big part of the thing and so I finally just started to get it. Yeah, but um, I know they had some rough shows and they had some malfunctioning. And I hope that us going into the lemon that day didn't cause <laughs> the malfunction. The <laughs> you guys we broke, broke the lemon. <laughs> I don't think it broke till Europe, right? Okay, well, I this was this was after. This was yeah. after Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, this was after. Oh, so Europe. we did break the lemon. Okay, no. Okay, good. Well, no, no. You, if, it was I heard they got broken. stuck in the lemon and they couldn't get out in Japan. What yeah. happened? Uh, Help Japan. us. I don't yeah, know. You, anyway. You, you maybe did break the lemon. No. <laughs> we broke the lemon. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Bill's they, coming in the mail. Nah. The lemon's did. actually for sale, I believe. Really? I believe the lemon's okay. for sale. No, <laughs> it's been for sale for years. Somebody bought the claw from three. It's in a Utah aquarium. What the claw? The big three sixty from the three sixty tour that was in the oh, round. Okay. That was like the claw that they had over it. That's what they called it. There's now an, an aquarium in northern Utah that has their outdoor exhibits or under one of or in one of the claws or under one of the cool. It's pretty cool. So now that you know you had your Pop Mart experience and got the mm -hmm. all that is you two, do you have a favorite album and or song that you can pinpoint? Uh, well, the other thing I want to say is I met my wife at a U2 show. You did not. I met my wife at the Texas U2 show, the woman I'm married to now. And in 97? Uh, in 97 and and um we had like a fling for a minute and then i didn't we didn't sort of hang out for, for many many that years show. You're kidding. yes oh it's God. super cool and so and so i remember like you know it's just it's really special actually because so when we went to this this recent show which was the show before no after the joshua tree tour that must have been i think it was before covid was, yeah you know 19 so 18 18 18 and and they were so good man and they were just 
you know you know what song i love is um well that's let's save that for the thing but you know so going to see you two with my wife was really like because now we're she's i'm you know 52 she's a little older and so we were super young and um oh. you know i met her there and i remember like standing by the the the, the uh engineer sound desk watching their set mm-hmm. and that was when i met her and and sort of weird flirting and courting or whatever and um we had a little kiss and uh and with or without you i i, I kid you not so so this with or without <laughs> you is playing and there's this thing and that memory is there and so uh this last time that we saw them was like man i love this band Aww. i do love this band i'm so grateful that our paths crossed and that i and then i got to like get it i got to get it because i have the same kind of devotion for a bunch of other bands and and in my life and music means everything to me but but you know when i figured out what u2 why u2 is u2 like today i i pulled up sunday bloody sunday the the video to remember the feeling of being 13 and watching that and like not understanding exactly why it was hitting me so hard but now i'm a little hipper and older and (laughs) get it and i was i was a little bit moved i was almost gonna have a little moment why just yeah. watching the thing on my phone, you know, like yeah. it's so intense. So it's was a she, really heavy band. Wait, was yeah. she in oh, the yeah. audience or was she working? No, no, no. She, she, she came to the show and, and I invited her and like, she had been writing me letters and so she was like a fan. Oh, gosh. Oh, so. She was a third eye blind fan. Third eye blind fan. Oh, third I love oh you know what I forgot so to tell awesome. you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. That's cool. So. So that's you good. And, your um, gut and it worked out. I love that. Yeah, it's a trip, right? I mean, that's like, I mean, whatever. It is what it is, but it's pretty, there's something yeah. cool there. The one thing I forgot was at the last night of the show of our tour, they somebody came and said, hey, hey, they, the guys want to see you. If you want to come backstage and they finished their set, mm-hmm. you want to come backstage and hang out. They just want to say, say goodbye, take a photo, whatever. So we all were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went back to the thing and I'll never forget it. It was, and we have the best photo of, of the four of us. So super casual. <laughs> and I, and I went back and it was like, I can't remember what, I feel like each band member went to their, to their dude. Like Steven went to Bono and Kevin went to the edge and Brad went to Larry and I went to Adam and Adam came out. You know how Adam's always got like a, like a grin, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know something you don't, and it's just no problem. <laughs> That's exactly right? like, what his face looks like all the time. It's just always. so, it's like, there's really no reason for you to worry about this. Just, I got that. We got this. But so, so he, and he had the coolest, like, um, bone um, frame glasses. Yeah. I was like, man, those glasses are cool. He's like, oh, yeah, I got them at blah, 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 da, 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 da. I'm like, wow. And so, but Adam came out, the only one, in a bathrobe with his hair wet and he's like ah oh, he was like if he just he was so it was so refreshed and he, he had just taken a shower yeah and he was holding the harry potter book because harry potter had just come out the books maybe they were on the she was on her third book maybe there was no films none of that um, wow, okay yeah and he was like i'm reading this book it's absolutely amazing you gotta read it I'm like okay cool with adam you say you know so we just wrapped for a minute and He's there in his bath bathrobe and they were just so sweet, man. They were so like 
So when you see the picture of us, that we all have dumb grins on our faces, and it's like, I have to get that picture it's somewhere. But yeah, that was the last. Yeah, that was the last night of the tour. So how quickly did you go by Harry Potter? I didn't go by Harry Potter that quickly. <laughs> it took me a minute because we were still doing. You know what happened was we were alternating. It's another story, but um, we had one more show to do with one or two with the Stones. Yeah. At the very last Stone show. I got, it was in Atlanta in the winter and it was snowing and I got like the worst virus. And then after that stone show, we got on a plane and flew to England. And when I got to England, I was in my, they got to my hotel room and I was hallucinating. And I called my, I said, something's wrong with me. And they came, a doctor came to my room and they're like, he's got 104.5 temperature. He's got to go to the hospital now yeah. or his brain's oh going to fry. Yeah. Which yeah. probably did fry, which may explain some of what's happening here, but <laughs> so anyway I, sp I spent the next three days in, in like a bed just sweating oh my god anyway so I, it took me a minute but I did get to Harry Potter and it was good so <laughs> Hillary listens to Adam's things too when Adam tells you to do something you do it he uh right and he had he seems... right he had he did have this look on his face like I know something you don't know and he did and this is I don't know this is my favorite story like ever I have to tell it all the time but we went Jenny and I were in uh, a YouTube show for Pop Martin DC. And I was going like the next day to Raleigh, North Carolina to another show. I was so excited, big plans and everything. And I mean, I live in Virginia, so it's, you know, the same distance. But Adam was like, oh no, you haven't heard the show got canceled. And I'm just like, my life is over. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I really, I had to, I must have looked like awful. Like I was just devastated. And he said, but here's some news that hasn't been announced yet. Oasis is opening for us in Oakland. You should go to those Ooh. shows. And I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so she went to Oakland. Oh. Yeah. I was and I so was cool. old as I was 20, uh that's so cool that you had 22, 23, something like that. 20, yeah, 22. Yeah. Quality time with Adam where he could just go, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I, I couldn't, but I literally was like, yeah, okay. okay. Well, the funny part is that not 10 minutes earlier, we had seen Bono and she was like, see you in rally. And he's like, okay. He didn't say anything. He didn't say crap to me. Oh. Like, like he didn't say oh, no. anything. Like, oh. Curse Bono. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Bono. really, I, I didn't hold it again. I do a little bit, but but just a little bit. But um, those shows in Oakland were for many, many years to the best shows I'd ever seen. I mean, it was. Oasis opening for you too? That it, sounds heavy, man. That's like, Mind blowing. Wow. I still can't, I still can't. Um, I mean, it was just two shows in Oakland. And two again, nights in Oakland Coliseum? Oakland That's Coliseum. Crazy. And it was, um, I still can't even believe, like I Crazy. talk about those shows, like I still can't even believe that I was there. And just that I was fortunate to be at that point in my life because, you know, a couple years later, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. But, but that was also our, um, our I, I did a lot of shows in California and then that summer and them a few other Chicago a few other places but our anthem was uh semi-charm I mean it was you guys were like our our summer songs and, oh, cool. um, and so when when we found out 
at least when I found, I mean, that you were opening, that was like, well, this is, you know. It was a big deal, yeah. It was a huge big deal. It was like my whole year. It was my whole year that just kind of I mean, there had been some really cool bands on the first leg of the store. I mean, it was Rage Against the Machine and Fun Loving Criminals and... What happened to the fun loving criminals? I remember the fun. Oh, I bought the record. I was so yeah, interested. they were so good. I, I literally just bought their 25th anniversary. Uh, crazy, not crazy. They like, played a lot of shows with those guys too. They like, did. Yeah. They were we. They wow. were. They were a lot of fun. And then the, I remember the leg with you was like, and there was also like Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth, which which was just. I can't imagine. Well. <laughs> But you know what I thought? I don't know. I wasn't I was, quite was the like, fan. <laughs> I know those guys. I was like, did you get to ride in the jet? Yes, we did. Ah, oh, you know, but, um, but that's all right. I had, Everybody I had tickets jet. to see Third Eye Blind and Smash Mouth, I guess the following year. And you did a tour with like a yeah. small venue tour. So I was with a, a friend of ours who I literally met in the street in San Francisco yeah you to come out and we had tickets to see a few shows on the east coast I went to one in Norfolk and then I got some horrible plague some I, I mean I have like a crazy high fever I don't even remember my friend came and stayed here I don't even remember her like leaving but she had to go to, she went to all these shows by herself because oh my gosh I like one of the first Third Eye Blind tours I saw. You all were with um, Eve Six and Our Lady Peace, maybe. I right? that sounds, too. That sounds it, right. That was a great. That was I. That was just like the trio. That was nice. awesome. It was fun. That was really. That was really great too. I saw that. In yeah, I went with my college roommate who I moved to Cleveland with. <laughs> Remember it well. Yeah, Jenny. Thank you for always being so cool to me and 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 every time coming through Ohio and going to the to the rock hall and checking it out was like ooh, so exciting and so awesome it's really really sweet thank you oh thank well you. thank you seriously nice. two I two of the coolest days I'm sorry three the first one of them was when you two came to tour the museum but I'm, that's just doesn't even count it's a cool day that's just it's, like it's so it's so um different like yeah. I spent an hour and a half giving edge a tour of the museum like we just won't even talk about that but one day I got into work and I checked my voicemail and I had a voicemail from Marky Ramon that was pretty Ooh. cool but the other time was when I got a transfer from just like our information desk and I was like who's this gonna be and it was you <laughs> and I was like oh, oh really yeah nice you all were doing um some like secret or premiere like some pride something small in toledo or something yeah. and you invited me to come out me and our our friend hillary and i our mutual friend amanda oh out. cool excellent we i remember you asked me you asked me a question that i that i that i did not answer right i was gonna say that's but that's does not answer <laughs> it's not answered um yeah yeah what's so what my best favorite record or favorite song and or something either and or yeah you know so there's a there's a really um we played i will third eye blind played i will follow like a a live at a radio station where they had a really nice recording setup so somewhere there's a really pretty good version of us playing that song i like i will follow but honestly there's just so many good songs it's really hard yeah you know what i really love this is not my favorite but you know what really when i saw them play live was the Batman song 
Oh yeah. Which is just so it's just because it's just that melodically the thing, I don't know if the lyrics mean anything to anyone, but that chord progression. They're actually is really pretty cool. heavy lyrics. Yeah. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What it seems it's, it's like a lighthearted song. Yeah, it's tough. Well, there's um, the whole lyric, they want their money back if you're alive at 33. Like 33 is that's when Jesus died. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They don't want their box like cars to live long. But that that's hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me. And I didn't yeah, get hold me, that throw me, kiss song. me, kill me. I didn't get it until I heard it live. Yeah, exactly. It's it's I thought it was great Pop on the thing. Pop Mart. <laughs> but but live, it's like, man, just like a lot of songs that I even the record, the um Songs of Innocence. Yeah. We got it. I'm like, yeah, these are some good tunes. Some are better than others. You see them live, boom. They they it, you understand what what their intent is. Like yeah. they're that band. They're that band that just like, I don't know. Um, so it's a special, it's a gift because most like I said, honestly, most bands are trying to reproduce their thing and faltering somewhere, you know, sometimes. It's just right. not common that, that that they do the opposite. So well, and they'll say that too, that that's where their songs live. They live live. I think so. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what the quote is, but. Oh, who said that? Um, the band. Bono? Bono. Oh, the band. Um, just that and how cool is The Edge? How cool is that dude, man? He's like, he's just, he's like a trapdoor spider. He's just, he's just chilling <laughs> in the back. He's laying back in the cut and then he'll just. Oh, just just come out with the baddest shit, the baddest vocals, the baddest music. His 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 background he vocals can't. owning. I mean, he's these are it's just four of the baddest dudes ever. So background vocals are know. amazing. I feel like so many times Bono's vocals wouldn't shine if unless it was that contrast. Right. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. In um like ten days. Yeah, 10 days. We're going to New York to seven. It's seven. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's oh. actually 10. Then why does that countdown say seven? Because the tickets aren't released to you until oh three days. days before or something. Right. But anyway, so we're going and I'm sure that we have a dream sequence of you know hanging out with Bono like we always do, but we oh. don't ever I think I cut off. We're going to New York to see Bono. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. The I'm system. stoked for you guys. Yeah. So we have like, you know, a dream sequence that, um, well, we always have some dream sequence that maybe sometimes a little bit of it happens, but our, if we have our full dream sequence where we can actually talk to him for a little bit. Oh yeah. We're to we're totally telling him about this interview and <laughs> everything, Aww. all the good stuff because he needs to know all that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I just like you said, just they don't have to do any of that stuff. They didn't. And I just saw it over and over again. And then as if that wasn't enough, like then it was reiterated it to me from the people in the road crew. It wasn't just one person either. It was it was like a four guys looking at me in the eyeballs going this. <laughs> it was like like salty dogs going. One guy was talking and I looked around. The other guys were shaking their heads like, yes, this is true. You know, and I'm like, oh, OK. Okay. They're I, awesome. I got it. Okay. No, I mean it's it's yeah. like it was they they cared they somehow they wanted to tell me about this you know because it was real so anyway. So the most important question you have to answer, and I alluded this to you in a message earlier, is that we always we sometimes we forget, but we almost always in every episode try and think of a question that we want to ask Bono over whiskey and cake. Ooh. 
So Oof. that is the question for you. If you could have whiskey and cake with Bono or uh, Adam or Edge or whoever. Mm-hmm. What, no, no, we'll do Bono. We'll stick with Bono. What, what might uh-huh. And it can be the weirdest thing ever. Okay. Like it, this uh, is going to have to be like, this is not on your permanent record. No, we come up with some really weird stuff. Yeah. Should have warned you that I was going to ask you. That. No, 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 that's all right. I think you might have you might have asked me, but um, I didn't. I just alluded to it. You did. You did. What would I ask Bono? Um, or or Edge. I would say, I don't know. Um, I might want to talk to Larry. I might want to talk to Larry about some drum nerd stuff. I might want to talk to Larry about. I might want to ask Larry, hey, how was it playing with Emmylou Harris? I might want to ask Larry about tracking drums with Daniel Lanois on Emmylou Harris's record and just get into nerd world for for 10 minutes about like, that's one. I might say, how was that, man? Like, what did you think? Do you like the track? How did he mic you up? Like, what were the, what, how did he mic your kid up? What kind of kit did you play? And, and did, was it fun? Like, <laughs> and then, so just boring nerd ass nerd music, muso shit is what I would do probably. And then the other one might be with Bono. Bono's like, I don't know what to ask Bono. Um, oh, I would ask Bono about Ash. What's your real, how do you really feel about the band Ash? Do you guys know about the band Ash? Yes. Yeah. They open for you too, but they are, they are like, I mean, for for punk rock, pop punk, whatever. Like, I love, I love this band so much. I love, I, I burn, really love burn. this band. What? Burn baby burn. <laughs> yeah, burn baby burn. But even like they, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, that's their third record. Burn baby yeah. burn is on the is from their third record, and their first record is like it's just a masterpiece. And I think they were all like in high school when they made it or something crazy. They're from Belfast, and so they've got pretty close ties to to um, and and Bono said something really sweet. Like he called the, the guy who writes their music and sings is named uh, Tim Wheeler, and mm-hmm. he said, "Yeah, t- Tim Wheeler is like if uh, you know, if Brian Wilson was was in a punk a punk band, he just was really kind, and and he's right. So just more yeah. boring shit. I would just say, hey Bono, what do you think about Ash? You know and when was the last time you saw Ash? And you want to go see Ash? You want to go listen to some <laughs> Ash records? Like, let's let's hang out. Come on over. Which songs do you like? Like, just Ash like that. Up. I might ask. I might ask him about Tim Wheeler and Ash. I might ask Larry about playing drums with Emmy Lou and 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 just in general, I want to hear about making those records. I want to hear about working with Brian Eno and Lanois and all of it. Did yeah. they use the oblique strategy cards? You know about the cards no you guys don't know so brian eno the guy who he started working with them on unforgettable fire and then did a bunch of them after yeah. that i think yeah yeah he's, he's got he's famously like super bohemian like you know it's not it's not like hey brian which 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 martial amp sounds good with this no 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 mate listen i've got a set of cards i'm gonna flip one and this will answer your question. And you, he takes a card and puts it on the thing, and it says, "Act like a nine-year-old girl" or something. It's just, it's just, it's, it's total, total like 
I've never heard this. Have you heard this, Hill? You got to look into yeah. oblique strategies. And I guarantee those cards were used. And there's an app. You can get the app for your phone. And it's Brian Eno developed. It's a way of, lo of looking at, you can use it in any life situation, but just uh, creative people use them if they're into that kind of nerdy thing, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I just can't figure out what to play on this part. Oblique strategies. Like, my got them here. So, look, I don't know if you can still see me. Can you see me? Yeah, you're frozen. No, yeah. I just froze you. Never mind. All right. Well, anyway, look it up on the thing. I'm back, right? Yeah, so, I think Yeah, that, and it's, that's what I would ask him about. Okay. I think that by the time they got to, like, got some baby and Zuropa, he changed the strategy to, like, a big, like, chalkboard. And he had, like, a, I don't know, like, a stick. And he yes. would, like, hit a word. You know, he'd hit a word, and they'd have to go with that. That's... Uh, it, I don't yeah. that's a bleak strategy. Yeah. They're pictures, they're pictures of uh okay. of the chalkboard and uh, I, I don't know, actually don't know where, but it's one of those photograph books from back in I don't know, Zoo TV, you know, that time. But he he nice. hit the word with a stick like a, a teacher or something, and then yeah. they'd have to play this, See what this I mean? whole this whole factoid just left i had no idea yeah. check it out i'll send you I'll, i will send you a link to both of you guys to a blink strategies the app and okay. you can just shake if you're ever in a problem oh no i've got to do this and this and this i don't know if it's going to help you in real life but if you're like doing <laughs> something try. creative it might try. shake it and it'll tell you some random shit that's like turn it upside down and, and walk 20 paces just whatever i don't know what it you know yeah. so yeah okay i'll i'll I'm here for go. it that's my that's my answer that's what i'm gonna tell mike i'm gonna do that to my kids when they come to me with like <laughs> yeah major like homework problems oh i've got a oblique strategy yeah <laughs> turn your homework upside down <laughs> oh my gosh ryan this is amazing thank you so much absolutely amazing do you, thank you, do you for have any like current projects you want to plug or anything you know i've been sort of eking away on a, like my own record for a while yeah. So I think I'm, I mean, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm at some point in the next like four or five months, I'm going to put out a few songs and, and um, just no, no, like, you know, big to do, but like I'll have videos and stuff like that. And, but I, in the meantime, I'm playing uh, here and there, just trying to do stuff that makes me happy and no pressure. I'm not trying to like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Just making, just, just making doing my art. Love. Yeah. 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 I just just making like some kind of art that I like I'm super proud of and then it's like if I put when I put it out it doesn't really matter what happens because if I know it's good then I'm solid right so, and I'm also trying to bring my wife into that process oh great um she yeah. can sort of sing and I get this thing of like having your partner in there with you you know do or die like just being part of it you know so anyway I, I just want to make it a fam a family affair I love it Awesome. I love it. Well, let us know because we, uh, you know, we have a up every week, and we're happy to plug whatever you have. Yeah. Thank you. For I sure. will for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been a blast, and it's lovely to yeah. reconnect. It's super thank nice you to see you. It's really nice to meet you, Hillary. You guys are awesome. I'm totally into your podcast too, by the way. <laughs> thank you. I am. Thank you. We, we had the best time. Fun. Best time. Good Thanks. luck. Have a safe trip in um in New York. You will for and sure. I hope, 
I hope you guys uh, get to get to connect and something cool. You know, this band deserves all of it. They deserve all of this like level of of kind of scrutiny support. It's like on the kind of like I love the Beatles first you know when I was coming up and I was a little kid I'm crazy about the Beatles I've been collecting all the Beatles bootlegs and stuff I just feel like you too might you might be able to you might I mean it sounds I know it sounds weird maybe you might be able to mention their name in the same breath somehow right I think you can yeah and what other modern band like I love all the bands I love all the like post-punk bands and the, I love the police but anyway you yeah. two is deserve deserving of this like so they they really are so anyway awesome good job so well thank you thank you so yeah. much well, good night we'll let you go we appreciate okay. you hanging with us for so long super fun and um anytime you want to come back you're always welcome when you're like gosh I just really want to be on a podcast okay. <laughs> You say the same thing in our imagination to Bono. If you can't find a podcast, hit us up and we'll lay in. <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. Awesome. Cool, you guys. Okay. All right, well, be thanks. safe. Okay. Nice Thank meeting you, you Hillary. You too. Nice to meet you too. Thank okay. you. Take care. Good night. Bye. Good night.